Hey everybody, welcome to the Rock Band Podcast. Um, we've got a pretty exciting one this week actually. Sort of the launch of our, or the reboot of our uh, new format. Um, we have Caleb Epps uh, engineering our podcast today, something we've never done. We've always just recorded into one crappy microphone in the middle of a room. And today we have multiple mics and big circle of people sitting around it. And Caleb is a mixing board. And we're in a soundproof room. And we're in a soundproof room. It's still not a round table. Shut up, Kyle. But we are around the table. It's a it's it's a rounded rectangle of a table. No, it's not. Kyle is still still only speaking up to make comments about tables and furniture. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we're we're also doing a new format this week, which we'll be going forward. Is just instead of all the different segments that we've been doing, we're going to do everyone in a big uh, single segment. Um, Then we have two guests this week. Uh, we have Mr. Dan Schmidt. Hello. And Helen McWilliams. Hello. Um, and the usual community crew. We've got Kat and Jessa and Kyle and Allie and me. Um, so I just want to dive right in. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Great. Spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm tired. Everyone's, everyone's good now. He's tired. <laughs> I had a root canal this morning. Oh my God. Why are you here? Because <laughs> I'm fine. It's not really? a big deal. It's not hurting. Myth dispelled. It's fine. You can talk busted. and everything. I went home to get <laughs> my lisp gone. And now I'm fine. Wow. Really? I would have taken like a week off. <laughs> um, cool. So let's start with Mr. Dan Schmidt. Uh, Dan is one of our engineers. He's been here since like caveman times. 1996. 96. Did we have, did Harmonix have a product in 1996? Uh, it did not have a product yet. We were working on the very first product, which was uh, this uh, sort of infamous uh, PC uh, app called the Axe, which let you improvise over backing tracks using your joystick. And I think famously sold like 30 copies or something, <laughs> but we've come a long way since then. Including like all the mothers of the employees bought that one. <laughs> Did you work on Cam Jam too? I some I think some of my stuff got into Cam Jam. What nice. is Cam Jam? I've never heard of Cam Jam. It was an installation at Epcot, Epcot Center. It was it's like still a, there. Is it? Yeah. It's oh. Because Epcot Center is from the future and that they don't, <laughs> yeah. update their, they don't update anything for 30 years. It has it has been updated. Mike Dornbrook, after I went to Disney World, asked me if I'd seen the updated version. <laughs> so what was Cam Jam? Yeah. Harmon- well, so Harmonix was founded in 1995 and uh, our first game, uh, Frequency, came out in 2001. And in between then, there was this long period of trying to figure out what the heck we were actually doing. Um, which started out as this interactive music making and ended up uh, that way at the end as well. But one of the things that we were doing after the Axe sold its 30 copies and we made our like 500 bucks or whatever from that was uh, we were doing like, installations, location-based entertainment. Uh, so that was one of the big ideas we had. There were also a bunch of like interactive music magazines, stuff like that we somehow limped along for around six years before the games themselves started. Uh, speaking of the Axe, um, Mike Dornbrook, who recently left, uh, found a few copies in his office when he was moving out, and he gave them to me. And that works in Windows 7 without any without any work. It just works automatically. 
Wow, that's, that's crazy. amazing. Because mm-hmm. for a long time, I remember it was like written for like Windows 95 or something. And then for a long time, we couldn't run it yeah. at all. Just like there was no computer in the office capable of running it. And now I guess it's... Right. They probably uh, spent a lot of time in Windows 7 making sure that that would work. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft had a team dedicated to making the axe work. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like we should re-release it. Maybe we'll sell more than 30 copies this time. I was playing around with it. It's think- pretty... Uh, Pretty great. get to triple digits, I think, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we gave away a lot of copies of the Axe at, at PAX, along with the handmade zines, and people were pretty, gotten good good write-backs about it. Really? Yep. That's cool. Um, do, you, do you like the way I said that's cool and didn't really mean it? <laughs> I can totally tell you why. Yeah, I felt awful about it. I thought I'm it was cool. It, <laughs> it was cool. Not Helen's lying. No, I really do. Shut up. <laughs> Um, did you go to school with Alex and Iran? I did. We were uh, undergrads at MIT wow. together. What were they like in college? Is this are people going to hear this? this Not them. Like a, they don't. They're they're not gonna, they're not hear it. They don't bother listening to this. Stuff. <laughs> they don't, they they don't know now. we do this. <laughs> oh, we were all kind of you know the MIT music nerds uh, together. I was in um, a, uh, a music like history class with Alex, I think, and uh, Iran, uh, even back then, was a big performer on his clarinet. So I kind of knew them uh, through that. Why are you laughing, Helen? I was just imagining him having clarinet groupies. (laughs) 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 And like what that might look like. like. It looks like Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, Alex tracked me down uh, like five years later when they were starting up with the axe, which at the time I think was called Virtual Virtuoso. Ooh. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe if they had stuck with that name, they would have we would have sold more copies. <laughs> cool. Uh, and Helen, how long have you been here? I think since two thousand four, something like that. And I you... came in on iToy Antigrav. Oh. Our best selling. Another game classic of all time. <laughs> from harmonics. Yeah. 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 Our, our only non music game, right? That is right. Yep. And I was a QA tester. Cool. It was pretty sweet. And how did you how did you end up here? Um, I was a phone sex operator at the time, uh-huh. which I thought nobody knew, but it turned out they did. So they hired me <laughs> to work here. It's possible because this is an audio podcast, people listening will recognize your voice. It's definitely it's, it's likely. <laughs> um, although I did I played several characters, right? So they might. They might not. They will probably only recognize the tranny voice, which is my natural speaking voice. <laughs> oh, this is your like, tranny voice. This was wow. the, yeah. I just when I got to play the tranny character, I just didn't really have to do that much, except sometimes be sort of more like, "Let's gray." It's really attractive. Who were your other characters? Um, I played. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to go too dirty, but yeah. I, just, I just want to hear like their names and their voices. I, no, I don't want to do the voices. No? It's gross. Okay. No, well, because I played an uh, an eighteen year old, but I, but I would always like imply that I was younger than that. Ooh. But you know, it was Yuck. really gross. And Yuck. and then um, yeah, and then I played like an I don't know twenty twenty four year old BU student or something like that. <laughs> Um, you which do led realize... naturally into a job at her mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. You do don't. realize by not doing the voices, people are imagining probably infinitely worse it's, than they ever actually It's pretty were. bad. I mean, yeah. just, you don't have to do that. so weird because it's <laughs> yeah. all, I mean, it's all crazy, crazy fetish things. So it's like, it's not even hot. Like I could do the voice, but it would just like, you would just be confused and horrified. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just. They're so weird. It's never like, oh, let's, I want to pretend do naked bedtimes with you. It's like, I want you to 
yeah. pretend to be petting my dog while wearing a raincoat <laughs> and striking matches against a toilet bowl. <laughs> that's what they're into. So. Nice. So that's how I got my job. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, and then and then I I worked in QA and on other titles, and then uh, I, I worked on as an associate producer and producer on some other titles, and then you can um, say the title name. You can say the title. Um, I was on. Let's see. I worked on Karaoke Revolution Party and mm-hmm. on Guitar Hero Two, and then Guitar Hero. Or, no, yeah, Karaoke Revolution Country, CMT Presents. I don't remember. It was a really long title. And then I produced uh, Guitar Hero uh, Encore Rocks the 80s, another long title. And then, uh, yeah, Dan didn't do this, so I feel dorky. And no, then, uh, I was going to have Dan do I just worked on everything, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just... <laughs> and then I was on uh, Rock Band and Rock Band 2. And then I've been the senior writer since, I don't know, since Rock Band, right. I guess. So you write all the blurbs. Yeah, we had like a little team on Rock Band and then then pretty much redoing stuff. Yeah, I remember when Helen joined because the the QA in Antigrav was just fun to watch because they had a, a hallway. They didn't even really have yeah, rooms. No. Um, actually so just down the hall from where really we are now. Yeah. And so it was just like uh, people like lined up as far away as they could get from their TV because there wasn't a whole lot of room uh, in the hallway so they're lined up as far as ways they could get from the camera and just like started gesticulating wildly as they virtually hoverboarded yeah. there was a lot of waving because you would kind of like waving was the best way to select in the menu so people would always be walking by and like waving back to us and it was like kind of embarrassing for everyone but i think we maxed at like four qa team members on that project so wow. it's pretty it's a pretty big yeah. department i remember was it uh chris who uh was able to play uh, backwards. Like that oh, was his Chris big Canfield. party trick. Yeah, yeah that he could I play anti-grav facing away from the I camera. I could do it sometimes. <laughs> he just knew exactly when I, everything was going to come. I really wanted to put, he would play so dramatically, like he would put his hands in his pocket before starting and then kind of fling them out when he was about <laughs> to play the game. And I always, always wanted to do a small prank on him where we put, I think this was Naoko's idea, to put glitter in his pockets. <laughs> so as he began his routine but he also we had a board to keep track of the scores and who had the highest scores on the levels and it was supposed to be like for the designers to use and he was one of them at the time um to see how difficult the levels were and stuff and i think me or luke i think luke probably had the high score on one of the levels and canfield and him were kind of going back and forth and then one day like he had a canfield had a score like way higher than we had ever even gotten close to and it turns out that he changed the level and added like a secret ramp without telling anybody, <laughs> like without telling QA so that he could beat our, the in-house score at the, oh the game he was designing. It was pretty awesome. It, I would have totally done the same thing. <laughs> it's really fun like making these games knowing like right before they come out that you are the best person in the world at this game because there are only like 20 people ever who have played <laughs> yeah, it. So exactly. like for a while I was the best Guitar Hero player in the world wow. because mm-hmm. I was like the only person who had played it at all. Was that so, the case too with RB3 keyboards? I'd heard that you were the first R- to like... I think I, comp- I I was guessing that I had completed uh, expert pro keys like before anyone, but probably like some Aqua person did, some audio QA person did before I, me. But... I was around, I think your assumption that you were the first person to three star, oh, at least okay. three star every song on expert that's pro right. keys. I think that's actually true. Wow. Right. Wow. 
So that, ladies, that, will last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that record will last until like 11 p.m. on October 26th. I, I think it's already gone. <laughs> I think there are a few copies out there that it's already gone. <laughs> There's an efficient robot yeah. playing the game somewhere. Um, so speaking of Rock Band 3, it's sort of a, a culmination of sorts of like all of Harmonix's game making experience up to now, right? Like, yeah, I guess would we you can say that? call it quits after this. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> I need my job. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Like, I think, um, you know, like the obvious um, yeah, culmination of a bunch of threads that we had been working on for a long time, even going back to the very first thing we did, um, which was, um, I don't know, just like having, finally being able to play with real instruments and be a, quote, real musician, um, is on, on top of the stuff that we've been working on since 2005 and before is really awesome. And basically, I'm just happy to have an answer like for when people say, why don't you learn to play your real instrument? Because yeah. now we can finally <laughs> tell them to shut up. Yeah. Oh, I just kick yeah. them in the neck. <laughs> in the neck. Do I have to stop kicking them in the neck now? No. Um, no, because okay. double the neck. I'll be like, you can also. Uh. <laughs> oh, now you can't anymore. <laughs> now I guess you're going to have to play keys. <laughs> Because, you know, they can't sing. Right. Because their neck has been kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to sit down. Because they... Okay. What? Because the neck? Because they broke it. They broke their neck, so they're going to sit down. It I feel like you're supposed <laughs> to lie down and be totally immobile if your neck breaks. You like, know, by the way, that, like, Helen basically used to be our PR department. That's right. true. Like, back before we had one, and and we would just need to talk to some magazine or whoever and helen be like oh yeah sure i'll talk to them and so <laughs> this was basically what our, uh, <laughs> our community was we ruled five years ago <laughs> give us a good review score kick yeah it's true it's true well yeah i mean there's the daniel story i think you should tell the daniel story <laughs> okay here's what happened yeah. daniel sussman who is the the project lead for rock band three so Back in the day, this was when we were working on Guitar Hero 2, and it was before um, people really started giving a crap about Guitar Hero. So right. it was like not really selling, but we there was some momentum, like uh, it's kind of becoming this thing that people knew about and the reviewers were really into. So, but still, like we were poor and no one cared about us at all. So, uh, Harmonix organized this like big press day for Guitar Hero 2 where we had like five reviewers who were kind of coming to the office and it was like a big deal. Right. Um, and I remember all those guys, I like talked to all of them still because it was really fun, but we like, they were really rolling out the red carpet for these guys. Like it was like a huge deal and everyone was all like prepped for it. And then we went out to dinner and it was like, Alex was there and Iran, Greg, Tracy, like all these, you know, super big shots that are like too busy to have fun now. Right. Like everybody was there and like it was very like it was very like we have to be cool and these guys have to like this game and everything. So then after the dinner, everything's going like swimmingly. And then all those guys, you know, they've traveled to be here and they're sort of like, oh, we want to keep hanging out with you guys. But everyone besides like me and Daniel has a life and <laughs> um, is like that wants to go home and go to sleep. So I was like, oh, let's go to Charlie's. Let's go to this local um, but pub and and get wasted on the company dime because now I have carte blanche because it's like such a big deal that these guys are here so we're supposed to like treat them really nice so um, somehow it becomes the sort of like shot for shot 
thing with like <laughs> and me this was me when i was like 26 <laughs> and like you it's just it was a bad idea to try to have a drinking contest with me at that time yeah. now most people could win but that <laughs> it was like it was just a fool's errand on these guys part so there was like a ridiculous amount of shot drinking going on there was this one guy who was from i think like playstation magazine his name was kaiser <laughs> Um, Kaiser Sose? Yeah. No, I'm sure he gets that occasionally. I forget his last name now, but, um, and he's probably going to be mad about that because he does check in with us every once in a while. But he was drinking a lot and he was like a small guy and he was getting very aggressive with everyone at the bar. Um, and it was like, he, you know, he would be like, guess how much my shoes cost? Probably more than your rent. <laughs> and we were like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, and then he got to the point where he was sort of like, like, he would be like, wow, check out that big fat guy. That guy's so fat. And I was like, oh yeah, that huge biker who's mad at me now. This is not going well. So then we're sort of like, okay, everybody, let's go outside. Everyone has had enough to drink. Let's get everybody home before everything gets ruined. Um, but Daniel, of course, has been participating in the drinking contest. And I have like at least 100 pounds on that dude. <laughs> so he was also maybe less than entirely sober. So he was kind of getting increasingly frustrated with this dude, Kaiser, um, for threatening us and shouting and being generally really drunk. Um, so we're outside and we're trying to get that guy a cab, but he doesn't want to get in the cab because he's drunk and he's like having a really good time hanging out with us. At which point, Daniel Sussman, our project lead, is like, okay, hey, dude, dude, stand like this. Like gesturing for him to stand with his legs spread like a, a couple of feet apart. And the guy's like, okay, <laughs> and does it. And Daniel has three younger brothers. So he's like, well, Mm, can't back away from this now and just sort of rears back and full on kicks the dude in the nuts oh. like full on Ow. and the guy falls to the ground and Daniel is laughing so hard he can't breathe <laughs> and all the other press dudes are just looking at us like in confusion like maybe we're going to kick them <laughs> Um, and, and right I'm, after that, harmonics took off. I know. It's true. Well, and then so All I was the like, were great. Yeah. I was, and I was like, oh, God, how do we spin this? Oh, no. I was like, ha ha, you can write an article called Kicked in the Nuts by Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like spinning, spinning, spinning. And the dude's still on the ground, like in pain. Daniel's still like unable to breathe from laughing. So... The next day, Daniel's sort of like, oh, no, this is really bad. Like, I'm in big trouble. I kicked press in the balls like, on a day that we're supposed to be training them really well. And so the dude Kaiser shows up because it's like a two-day thing. And, and he like acting kind of relatively normal but very hungover. And Daniel's sort of like, hey, dude, um, by the way, I'm really sorry that I kicked you in the nutsack. And the guy's like... <laughs> Oh my God, you did. <laughs> he's like, that was awesome. Oh my God. And so then the hand, then he gave us like a 9.9 .9 out of 10 review or something. <laughs> and on top of that, the next week at our weekly company meeting, our wheelie, Alex gave him the official presidential medal of balls, <laughs> which is like $50 with some wooden balls hanging from it. And I was like, wait, so Daniel gets $50 
for kicking press in the nuts. And I get nothing for like <laughs> helping for me turn right? this into an okay situation. Yeah. But I guess I did get a lot of booze, so it worked out. But that is what wow. the PR department used to be like. I think Drake would love it if he could do that now. I'm pretty sure uh, he does. I mean, he threatens to kick Yeah, before, he threatens right? it all the time. Yeah. I think that'd be good for But him he doesn't drink. That's true. He's that's just all hopped not, up on yeah. Coca-Cola. Just it would not be in good fun. Has he ever gotten in a fight? Uh, he has plenty of yeah. fights. Like fist yeah. fights? He's, he got in a knife fight once. So, what? So our, our illustrious Kyle Mercury, who's sitting here, has been in multiple <laughs> knife fights. <laughs> what? And we're ta- hold on. So we're, so we're talking about this. Aren't you glad you left the department? <laughs> what the hell is wrong? You've never heard of knife fights. We're talking Mercury. about this in the community pit, and I'm, I'm, I can't believe that someone has, A, been in a knife fight, and B, been in multiple <laughs> knife fights, and Drake across me is like, what? What's the big deal? I've done that too. <laughs> and we were all like, serious? Oh, oh yeah, and Harvard's like, <laughs> so notorious for its right. knife fighting. It's knife, it's really tough. But that's, that's called fencing. Drake. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were like, fencing doesn't count. <laughs> and I asked Drake, I was like, why, how did you get in a knife fight? He's like, you know what I'm like. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's good, a point. good point. Good point. But he didn't actually have a knife. A guy pulled a knife on him and okay. tried that's to stab him. mugged. Yeah, no, it was no. There was a girl involved. Oh, hot. yeah, and they were like in the same singing group or theater. Yeah, group? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. It was actually just a production of West Side Story. And they were in Scotland for some reason. Yeah. Oh well, then that makes sense then. Yeah. Oh, and it was like his best friend too. That was the craziest part, or not was best it? friend? It was like his roommate. Yeah. It was it yeah. was a, a dude he lived with who they were supposed mm. to be buddies. Was like, hey, I like this girl. Surprise! It's a knife. Yeah. Wait, so Kyle, are you instigating <laughs> knife fights or are you just people wanting to get in knife fights with you? No, I can't say that I've ever intentionally <laughs> instigated one, but just look at him. It's a man that wants to get in a knife fight. <laughs> Do you have a switchblade comb? No. Oh, you should get one. <laughs> what if you get in another one? Don't you want to be in a knife fight in style? <laughs> I always carry a knife with me. He's, He's got one right now. What yeah. I have one right now. Okay, no more joking. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, reviewers? <laughs> we've upgraded. Yeah, we've upgraded. From <laughs> Kyle, tell them what your um, sort of universal advice about knife fights is. Oh, so this goes back to a story when I was, yes, when I was a DJ in New York City. A goth uh, DJ in the 90s. Yes. For context. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and I was at 14th Street Station at the F stop uh, in New York City. If you've ever been there, that stop is just like a long, empty hallway. It's below the rest of the trains. It's a really weird and isolated. And really early in the morning, there's nobody ever in there. Uh, so I was standing there with all my DJ equipment, just waiting for the train to go back to Brooklyn to go home. Uh, and this guy just so, I mean, you can't see because I'm gesturing with my hands up uh, there's this weird staircase where you can come up and sort of have a view of the whole hallway so you can come up and see that there's nobody in the entire train stop except for me leaning against a pole with all my equipment and this guy just i don't know if he was high or wasted or whatever he just decided to pull a knife on me and want to take all my equipment and you just have to casually say to people nobody ever wins a knife fight because <laughs> it's the god honest truth like so you had the presence of mind when someone pulled a knife on you, be like, "Hey, man, nobody wins in a knife fight." <laughs> well, and then Scruff McGruff appears. Yeah, yeah. Well, know I just wanted to make it clear before I pulled my knife out to defend myself that, regardless of what happens, it was going to be a bad situation for both of us. And then you said because you're wearing a leather jacket, yes. it's like natural armor. It is. If I learned so much about knife fighting. If you're, you're ever going to get in a knife fight, well, it is true. Yeah. 
wear make a sure you're wearing a nice heavy leather jacket which i always used to wear because tell tell the fine people about how it protected you yeah uh <laughs> poor, poor Kyle, I can tell, really doesn't want to be telling the story for like the thousandth time. It's the no, first it's, time for a podcast. Yeah. Well, this would be random because what's going to happen is randomly this dude's going to hear the podcast <laughs> and track, and down. track me yeah. down for a rematch. No, but he'll be like, how do you, how does anyone win in an axe fight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about your advice. Or a sword fight. People usually win in a taser fight. <laughs> I was also almost got shot in a New York City subway for carrying a sword. <laughs> uh, that seems reasonable. That's a different. Right. That's a different story, though. Are you a Highlander? <laughs> Actually, like... I have a question. Is it normal for DJs in New York to transport their gear on the subway? Like you had like all your stuff? No, I had I had uh, decks in a pack. I mean, I had two cases. Uh, I had a case of records and a case of CDs with wow. me. Wow. And it's because I had them where I had worked the day before. Uh, we discussed this in a previous podcast. <laughs> uh, I used to work at a goth clothing manufacturer yes. called Funhouse. Uh, yes. And I used to store a lot of my gear there. And right. I had come back. From, I took take all my gear from Funhouse uh, to I think it was Batcave that night. Uh, <laughs> there was a club called Batcave? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it was the Bank, Pyramid, Batcave, and then there was Mother, which is like the quintessential club. And they had two big nights. Uh, there was Fang Club <laughs> Fang Club Gotham, which I believe was Thursday nights, and Click and Drag, which was Sunday nights. I think that's where Aran got his clarinet start. Click and Drag. <laughs> <laughs> or the Batcave, I'm not right. sure. Right. <laughs> Wow, I love that. But anyway, yes, if anybody takes you the knife, make sure you're wearing a leather jacket. There you go. Informative podcast. <laughs> um, Rock Band 3. I just want to move on uh, to uh, next. So this podcast is coming out right before the launch of Rock Band 3. And maybe you're listening to it on launch day. Uh, on launch day, we're actually putting out an awesome, awesome pack of DLC, including three free tracks for everyone. Um, yeah, it? it's pre-order for pre-orders. Well, there's the pre-order game. tracks. Oh, that's the game stuff. And then there's three doors tracks that come out that have pro guitar and pro bass that are free during launch week, October 26th through free, November 1st. Free for everybody that gets the game. Yeah, I think that is right. Yeah, yeah for everyone who has the game. So if you get if you pre-ordered at GameStop, you have a different free three tracks. So you'll be getting six songs cool. free, which is pretty. And awesome. then everyone who has the game for the first week, we have three free doors tracks. Which is pretty incredible because um, these are like their biggest hits. So the three free Doors tracks are Light My Fire, Riders on the Storm, and Touch Me. Uh, and they're all authored for <laughs> Pro Keys. <laughs> um, we are being taunted right now by someone else. Um, so those, those are, uh, are going to be awesome. And in addition to those, we're putting out a Doors 9 pack that you pay money for. After the first week, you're going to pay for those three tracks, too. Um, so the Doors 9 pack that we're putting out is Hello, I Love You, L.A. Woman, Love Her Madly, Love Me Two Times, Peace Frog, which is my favorite, People Are Strange, Roadhouse Blues, Soul Kitchen, and The Crystal Ship. Wow. Uh, it's a big week. It's a big week for old DLC. That'd be awesome. Uh, those are all going to be crazy uh, keyboard parts, too. It's Ray Manzarek. Manzarek? Manzarek. 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 Yeah. He's a great keyboard player. We actually have a, we have a quote from yeah, him, right? We have a quote from him. Uh, 
Does anyone do a good Ray Manzarek impression? <laughs> I hear you do oh, an impression of how to pronounce <laughs> his name. Did you hear about the time I yes. was playing? Keep oh, he's on. here. Ray, Ray. Uh, yeah. I get no respect. Use, That's what he use sounds Use the microphone like. if you're going to talk. Um, he says, I am not doing an impression. I'm very excited that keyboards are finally a part of Rock Band. It's about time you guys got hip to the necessity of keys in rock. This is going to be great for all the gamers because it's a lot more difficult. Rock Band 3 will require some brain, walk, brain work. Sorry. So let's break on through. Oh, wow. Oh, By the way, work. get those free downloads. Yep. They're all keyboard songs. And look out for The Doors Lost Masterpiece live in Vancouver when it releases November 22nd. He had a lot to say. That guy really that guy's on lights point. my fire. Yes. <laughs> oh, I oh. would love him two times. <laughs> you were here. <laughs> oh, no? No? I once um, painted a picture of Jim Morrison when I was 13 because I was 13. Was it Aww. based on the, the like shirtless picture? It was. It was. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Did you actually draw Val Kilmer? No, it was definitely Jim Morrison. But I drew, I drew it on the canvas first because I never painted a picture before, and it yeah. seemed like a reasonable sure. first subject to tackle. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah, I drew it in pencil, and it looked really good. And then it turns out painting is hard. So that was it. Painting is hard for me. Do you yeah. still have it? I might. It might be in my parents' house. In you Jersey. could probably auction that off now. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could bring it on the road with us to decorate our booths. Oh yeah, we okay. could we could add it to the Frodo bombing set. Yep, too. Uh, that yep. totally should have been huh. artwork for yeah. the, the character creator. That'd be nice. I would like to see this actually. I, I might be able know. to track it down. If you can, you should bring it in. We could use it as like the picture. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Well, it's in Jersey. If it if it exists oh, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Overnight it and expense it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom to go we need it to now. the basement. Okay. But I have things in my closet. Probably that my mom shouldn't. I bet you do, Helen. Kick your mom in the balls. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I keep my knives and my leather jackets. Right. Yes. Yep. Um. So, what tracks are you guys excited about on this? It's pretty, pretty cool. If you're a Doors fan, um, like I said, Peace Frog's probably my favorite. Touch Me will be really fun to sing. Yep. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Yep, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, that was Jim Morrison's here. <laughs> yeah. Stop by just to say that. I'm stoked on People Are Strange. Me too. Yes. That track. And Riders in the Storm. I'm yep. just psyched to have a bunch of good keyboard stuff in there. I mean, yeah. I remember when we were starting out with Rock Band 3 and we were deciding, okay, we're going to put in keyboards now. And then we were thinking, well, how many good rock band songs will there really be that we can have keyboards in? Maybe we'll have like a quarter of them have really good keyboard parts or something. And the number just kept going up and up like we ended up with i don't know this i think it's over like three quarters of the songs are like like have keyboard parts and like you know i went through all of them like last month and they're really fun and yeah this is going to be a bunch more of them so i was i was mm -hmm. surprised by that debate actually when we were starting rb3 a lot of people were on that train of like yeah keys are like a natural progression but are there that many good songs and well, we thought it was all going are. to be we'd have to do all oh, like man. 80s new wave yeah. songs mm -hmm. or something like there wouldn't be anything <laughs> more recent. Nothing wrong with that. There would have been nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that at all. Yeah. But you wouldn't want half the songs in the game to be. Or no. Maybe. No. We like who some would. people. Who, like yeah. who, would. who are these people? <laughs> I'd like to kick them in the neck. Yeah. The neck. <laughs> um, and can we talk about next week? What's happening then? Because I don't, I want to talk about that more. I don't want to talk about this. Talking about are you the Jersey connection. The, the Jove. Yeah. You yeah. can say that it's happening. Yeah. We don't, we can't say what. Okay. 
Something is happening. No, we can't say what's You can see the band. <laughs> We've confirmed it on our web forums. Let me just say that if I was driving around in my sweet blue IROC Z that I imaginary have, <laughs> I would be listening to these tracks by Bon Jovi. Yeah, Whatever they are. Whatever they might be. I don't know that it's the next week, but they're coming up. Okay, fine. But yeah, Bon Jovi. Get excited for that. Oh, I am. Are you telling Bon Jovi specifically to get excited for it? No, yeah. For it? I'm talking to Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi, to get excited. Uh, and he's not getting excited. Um, He might be. Yeah? Yeah. So you're from Jersey. Yeah, obviously. Is it true? Like, everyone I've met from Jersey says growing up, all they hear is Bon Jovi and Springsteen. No. Okay, here's the thing. This is how I feel. Okay, so people... I'm from, like, straight up Jersey. Like, we do not think we're from New York or claim to be. Right? So it's like... <laughs> You know, it's Iraqi. So there's a town. segment of Jersey that claims to be from New York. Right. They and think then there's they're a segment of Jersey that claims to be from Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. True. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. Which I'm much closer to that area, but I'm just fine with being from Jersey. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> listen, knife fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so everybody when I left was sort of like, I, I, people have this sense that like Springsteen, I've said this before and stuff that I wrote for the website, but Spring, that people think that Springsteen symbolizes Jersey. To me, he's a little hoity-toity. Like, oh, wait, you think you're too good to work in a factory your whole life? Hmm, it's a little fancy for us. Bon Jovi, that is the true music of my Because Bon Jovi has worked in a factory his whole life. No, because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't care. He's not trying to like make a statement. I mean, he's just trying to live in sin and get by, you know. That man lives lady. in a prayer. He doesn't live in sin. That's right. Well, and he still has he a sexy both. feathered haircut. Yeah. yeah. And he's still with that same Richie lady, Sambora. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Jovi. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. I, just, I just think Springsteen's a little, like, he thinks he's a little too good for us. Really? You know, like, it's a little, like, oh, sad struggle of the working man. <laughs> Let's analyze everything. Why don't we just fucking party? Whoops. I mean, Whoops. <laughs> heckin' party. <laughs> <laughs> Kale, make a note. <laughs> make a note. Helen was on the broadcast. <laughs> no, you made it Just pretty. You made it a long time right. without swearing. That I really. Good. Oh man, yeah. it was hard too. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't touch that one. <laughs> oh no! no. Oh god! <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Uh, anyway, thanks for letting me talk about that. Yes. No, I'm glad you're psyched about the Jove. Love the Jove. I think everyone loves the Jove. I mean, what uh, was it was like, I'm remembering like when we first, when I first like could tell that rock band one was going to be gigantic was there was uh, at some conference or some press event or something like there was some made a video of like a whole room of like press, like drunkenly singing along to it was like living on a prayer or yeah. something. Yeah. And or that was, that might've been it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we hadn't really seen other people play the game much before then because we were all just like hunched over in our our little uh, office working on it and just seeing a hundred people or whatever go nuts over it uh, really reinforced the feeling that like, hey, people are going to love this and play it together as like a giant right. party game. I was there, I think, E3, right? The that sounds right. When we launched, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And that's still, that's like, in spite of all the new features we've added, that's still the draw of the Rock Band games, I think, is just like, people having fun in a party setting yeah cool yep that happened on um, rock band live which is a tour we were in jersey and i don't even know the name of the arena anymore but 
four guys got to play Bon Jovi and halfway through the song. And this is in front of a huge crowd of people like out in the main lobby area uh, between breaks. So there must have been like three or 400 people just milling around. And these guys got up and just started like screaming and playing Bon Jovi. They all tore their shirts off and then tore their pants off while they were playing. (laughs) Or just like it was ridiculous. It was so funny. So that's why you love Jersey. Like that sounds like a natural occurrence in New Jersey. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. And it's I picture warm. them as like big construction workers. That's what I mean. We don't have any angst about Bon Jovi. We're not like, oh, maybe he's not cool. Like, you know what's question. cool? Lavender pants. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hanging on a trapeze to get to the stage. So good. Oh, man. Speaking of lavender pants, Helen, you just got engaged. That is true. I'm um, going to be wearing my lavender pants. <laughs> Excellent segue. Right. Um, His name is Lavender story. Pants. It's a fun story, though. Uh, you met this fellow on our forums. Is that correct? Um, through, through via through the, forums, the forums, not on them. Yeah, it's true. Okay, we actually have met in person. Yeah. <laughs> there was some confusion. Okay, apparently, when we announced uh, the engagement, there were a few of the forum regulars who were like, "Wait, but." You guys are met, right? How do you how yeah. do you make the leap from talking to someone on the rock band forums being like, hey, let's hang out? Well, what happened was he was having a rock band party mm-hmm. for his birthday party. Uh-huh. And so I thought he was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben Courier forwarded me this message where he, in, and also because he invited everyone from Harmonix to come to his birthday party, which is kind of like when you invite Mr. Rogers to your birthday party, you know? It? it just seems hopeful, you know? <laughs> Mr. Like, and everybody can come to the yeah, party. Basically the Mr. Rogers of the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of As connections. As proven by all the stories told. Yes, yes, I don't really today. need to go into it. I think it's clear yeah. why I would make that connection. Okay, moving on. Um, so, yeah, so he invited everyone and then specifically called out me halfway as like a joke like yeah. including HMX Hellion. I think that's a joke that people make on the forums. Haha. So Ben Courier forwarded that to me and I make the obvious leap that this guy is 12 and obsessed with me. So, <laughs> so I'm, you think you're, I'm marrying him. Right. So this is the point at which everything gets hot. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, I'm not going to some loser 12 year old birthday party. Um, that's weird. But I was, I, I was touring, my band was touring, like, the week after this birthday party of his. So, within, like, five days. So, I was like, well, maybe I'll just go blow this guy's mind, whatever, and it'll be, like, awesome. Glad you said mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was 12. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, I got in touch with his friend, and he was like, oh, yeah, he's totally obsessed with you. It'll be really exciting for him. Not true, but whatever. <laughs> Not the point. So, um, yeah. So, then I show up. At the, the house. And... Did you have like protection? What? <laughs> no, like what? a bodyguard. No, 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 like a bodyguard. Yeah, you you had your whole day. You, you had a random yeah. party that some guy on the internet invites you to. Well, no, it wasn't. You had party, like your whole but... your whole band and the band's yeah, touring was, with you too. My right? band. I mean, okay. you've met my drummer. Like that, mm-hmm. you don't need any more protection. Did you bring a knife? <laughs> you, I had Lauren. I, again, very scary individual. And Lorek is a knife. She is. She, yeah. In fact, she's like a cartwheeling little knife. Um, but yeah, her and then uh, well, my whole band and and then the, all the boys from Razors in the Night who are also 
terrifying yeah. um, and awesome. So yeah, so we just showed up at his house and then, and it's all on videotape, which is really weird. It's like I have videotape <laughs> of myself meeting my future husband. Um, and it's and it's great because like I'm on video and they're like, well, what are we doing here? And I'm like, I don't know, we're me meeting some fat 12 year old loser. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And I love the idea that they're like, all right. Let's do that. <laughs> Sounds like a good night out. Well, to be fair, I was like really, really hungover uh -huh. and just not, not caring. This sounds all. like the great beginning to a rom-com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really romantic. So then I sort of walked in and then and then it's really funny when you watch it now and you know me because there's like the pan you can see the panic of like i am not cute enough for this because i was like oh this guy's very cute mm -hmm. um but then i was like i sort of like ran into the bathroom and then came out like looking a lot sparklier. but it was like it's me like so i the, the way that i tr think you know oh here's what'll be attractive is i sort of like put on sunglasses and then like pull down the arm of my sweatshirt in a jaunty way. You know, like, oh, I just had my sweatshirt fell off my arms. I wonder what else might fall off. Maybe, maybe my sweatpants. Wow. Um, you shut up in a sweatsuit. No. I wasn't, but that would be awesome. Basically. Be awesome. It was basically. It smelled like I was wearing a sweatsuit. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. So then everybody's sort of like hanging out and drinking a lot of beer in this guy's apartment and then you hear me in the background being like so are you from here or live here your life and then yeah and then, so then he just thought i was like a really i was really nice to my fans because i aggressively hit on him yeah for several weeks shortly after started dating yes now you live together yep now you're getting married that is correct congratulations thank you very Hooray! much yay thank you. dan that's how you got married too right uh, basically, basically the same story. Yeah. <laughs> Thought so. <laughs> he looks better with his sweatshirt off his shoulder than I do. Now, Dan wears oh, a sweatsuit that. really well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, I think that uh, that should wrap wrap things up. Uh, unless there's any topics anyone wants to cover. I, I think said... we pretty much covered everything there is to say mm -hmm. about Rock Band 3. Yeah, right? <laughs> Rock Band 3 <laughs> we said everything. All you need to know in this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be really good. Buy Rock Band Three, October twenty sixth, which could be the day you're listening to this. Could be a couple days beforehand. Uh, you should buy it. There are some other cool games coming out that week, but you should buy them all. Yep. Um, and visit the music store first thing. Remember, you got to get yes. your free tracks from the music. You store. You really should get it that first week because you can get those three free Doors tracks, which will be cool. Um, great. So Dan Schmidt, Helen McWilliams community team thank you so much for joining us for the reboot the inaugural reboot can you say that yeah yeah sure no. uh caleb thank you for engineering this uh and hopefully it comes out well don't forget to edit everything helen said out of the podcast <laughs> uh so we'll see you in two weeks by our game october 26th Back when you're running away with somebody's idea Ain't nothing that's fresh anymore So it better feel good when I steal Nothing like 40 good kids